Are you worried that someone you care about might be dealing with physical or emotional abuse at home? What can you do to help them and how do you know for sure if they're being abused? Let's first talk about the signs that someone is being physically or emotionally abused. First, you might notice that their partner puts them down in front of you or other people. They might worry a lot about upsetting their partner and may even resort to arguing with you or others in order to avoid upsetting the partner. They might make excuses for the way their partner behaves. Their partner might seem jealous or possessive or controlling of them and or their time. Their partner won't let them speak to you or other people privately but always insists on hearing everything. They seem to get a lot of weird injuries that they either don't explain or the explanation seems unlikely. They don't spend as much time with family members and friends as they used to. They always seem anxious or depressed. Or there are other major changes to their personality. Here are some things to consider before you offer help. If you are reasonably convinced that your loved one is dealing with abuse, chances are that you're spot on in your assessment. And while your first thought might be to rescue them from that toxic mess they call a relationship, you need to be very careful in your approach. You have to remember that even though they're being abused, your loved one might not be ready or willing to leave. There are a number of reasons someone will choose to stay in an abuse situation, but it nearly always points back to trauma bonding or Stockholm Syndrome. And sometimes, leaving can even be more dangerous than staying, or at least it might feel that way. Rather than try to strong-arm your loved one out of the situation, you have to think about how you can empower them to make their own choices here. See, the abuser is controlling them and exerting power over them. So by offering the opportunity for the abuse victim to sort of begin to take back their own power by making the decision to get out of the relationship, you also offer them the first step to taking back the rest of their life. How do you help an abuse victim then? Well, you start by opening the door. You start a conversation. How do you approach that conversation? Well, it might be uncomfortable to ask someone whether or not they're being abused, and it might cause that person to, at least initially, flat out lie to you. Sometimes, telling the story of another abuse victim or even sharing a video or article with them can help them to open up about their own struggles. It might also offer a less awkward way to bring up the subject so that you can gently ask the question. Even if they don't actually admit it, you can let them know that the abuse isn't their fault and that they aren't alone. You have to know that it might be very difficult to discuss the abuse and that in some cases, especially emotional or psychological abuse, they may not even realize that it's happening. You can gently ease into the discussion by checking out the video playlist here. Just send them a link and ask them to watch a few of the videos and let you know what they think and let them know that you will be there to help them when and if they need it Tell them you'll listen and that you'll believe them. One of the most painful parts of abuse is truly the lack of validation. Please be careful to avoid being judgmental. Even if you don't understand the reasons that someone chooses to do something, please respect whatever decision your loved one makes here and be aware that they may leave and go back to the abuser more than one time. This is again related to trauma bonding. When this happens, be careful not to criticize, bully, or guilt trip them for their choices. Know that as frustrating as this may feel, they will need your support more than ever during those times. Continue supporting them if they leave the relationship. 
you have to understand that just because someone ends a relationship, it doesn't mean that all their problems are over. Toxic relationship recovery is a lot like drug addiction recovery. Trauma bonding affects the brain almost identically to addiction. Remember too that the more a survivor feels supported by the people around them, the less likely they will be to stay with an abuser. It takes a lot of courage to take the steps necessary to get and stay away from a toxic abuser. And your loved one is really going to need all the support they can get before, during, and after the relationship ends. Talk to them about a safety plan. Sit down with your loved one and map out a safety plan, whether they're still in the relationship, they're planning to leave, or they're already away. Help them know what to do if the abuser puts their safety or the safety of their children or pets at risk. Look into your local domestic violence agencies and see if there are local support resources, such as therapists and support groups that could help. And then you help them get help. Look at the resources page at queenbeing.com, including queenbeing.com plan, which contains a full list of domestic violence resources, among other tools and resources designed to help. Also, you can direct them to queenbeing.com start here for more help, including free and cheap ways to get personal support. Send them over to queenbeing.com or queenbeing.tv to get some free help and support.